From Noble Robot on East Hennepin Avenue in retrospective Minneapolis, this is Nice Games Club, the show where nice game devs talk gaming and game development. I'm Ellen Burns-Johnson, and I make nice games. I'm Steve McGregor, and I make nice games. And I'm Arthur Croy, I too make nice games. For this special Nicest of 2021 episode, we review the list of all the nicest games we played over the last year, and go over what we're looking forward to playing and working on in 2022. And so, if everyone's ready, let's start. I really... I'm just so pleased when the timing and the intro. I know I've commented on this like the last four times. It's been like a recent obsession of yours. It just it's just so satisfying. Yeah. It's just really satisfying. And when you're when you're getting to the end of it and you can kinda like, oh, I'm gonna hit that button just right. Yeah. It's a really exciting (laughs) feeling. It's like when the DVD hits the corner of the screen. You know? Yeah. It's that feeling. It's so good. (laughs) Will people know what you're talking about? That's a specific (laughs) reference that will probably be lost on some of our audience. Oh, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. (laughs) Just just a GIF version of it. A GIF version of the DVD icon just hitting the corner over and over. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's a video I saw of where like a whole uh, like it was like a a bar crowd watching it on like the bar TV. Yeah, and all just staring at it. And then as soon as they hit the corner, the whole crowd started cheering. Yeah, <laughs> guys, remember when you had to have screensavers on your computer? It's so funny. That's I was thinking about that kind of recently, like because I I need to I needed to leave my machine on for a long time, and it would like it, it, it your screen goes to sleep after five minutes and then the machine goes to sleep after 25 minutes or whatever mm, you yeah. set it how you like yeah but i was thinking about that and then it, like it just occurred to me as i was futzing with that like where's the screensaver setting and like yeah. in in windows it like it's one of those things in windows that just looks like from the old days it's because no one uses it anymore they yeah, never yeah. updated it because just, no one wanted it's gone. it yeah it's oh. yeah. totally absent i mean we don't have crts and that's pretty much the reason yeah, yeah. exactly Anyways, speaking of uh, looking at things gone past. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, this is a very retrospective. So we sort of teased this a little bit ago and uh, in the episode that was released around that time, but this is a special episode. So yes. uh, another special thing, other than just our nicest of the year, is that um, just reflect a little bit on five years of Nice Games Club. We did it. Wow. <laughs> we, we did. <laughs> we, we made it half a decade. We did it. This big. <laughs> like, wow. It's. Yeah. Wow. Wait, now I'm sitting here thinking about it. Oh my goodness, hold on. That's a lot of time. Yeah. That's five years. Yeah. Obviously, 365 times five is a number that I don't want to calculate at this moment. (laughs) More than 1,500. Yeah, it's actually more than times five because there's leap years. Because we've done it for five years, there has to have been at least one leap year that we went through. Yeah. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) And what's interesting is, you know, um, Ellen, you're sort of always the new... Uh, nice, uh, nice host of the three of us. I uh, am the newest, but you've been uh, your hundredth episode is coming up pretty soon, and so that's like forty percent <laughs> of the run of the show. You should have seen Alan's face when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I didn't make a face. Yeah, you've been here for a long time, and I mean, also you've been on a lot of episodes outside of mm-hmm. you know just like being a regular host. Yeah, too, so. you guys were nice, nice, nice enough yeah. to have me on as a guest. Uh, a few times before I joined as a permanent host. So, yeah. Well, yeah, you've been part of the show for even, yeah, even longer than officially. But the thing is, it's like you're just not new anymore. It's like yeah. you, like a big chunk of the show's history is is your history now. Um, no longer hip. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, I mean, in fairness, I think I have been no longer hip for a lot longer than I've been on my games. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we're going to talk about a couple things in this episode. We're going to talk about what we're going to do over the our hiatus. Long-time yes. listeners know that uh, in December and January, we take uh, eight weeks off 
to do something. Um, if that's you know, in the originally it was just to catch our breath. Yeah. Uh, but we've been doing projects during that time. Mm-hmm. We'll talk a little bit about what our plans are this year. Um, and uh, we'll talk also about the yeah the games we played, what yep. we're looking forward to, some yep. some New Year's game dev resolutions. We're gonna get into all of that. But the first thing we got to do is a pandemic check-in because yes. if you've checked the news recently, again, pandemic not over yet. No, nope, it's still <laughs> happening. There's a new variation of COVID out. They just released it. You know, they they patched it and <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> so, I, you, you can't even finish that. Joke. I know it's, so it's just so sad. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. So, yep. Uh, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Because we're like doing things in person. We're recording this in person. Um. Which is cool, mm-hmm. good, but I don't know. It still feels. Yeah, there's a. Yeah. I mean, over the summer mm-hmm. and through the fall, it's been a weird situation where, like, a lot, and I can't speak for everybody, sure, but a lot of our lives has kind of come back to not normal, but like we've we've reclaimed some of the things that we were keeping from ourselves, right? Um, but at the same time, we're not all the way back, and like you know, we're, there's. And people now have very, very wide definitions of what they're comfortable with. Yeah. Um, because a lot of us are vaccinated now. Mm-hmm. And so, and what that means is sort of like a a sense of security that's sort of imprecise, mm-hmm. yeah. um, especially as the uh, Delta and now Omicron variant, um, which is to say the Omicron variant is a, of concern to scientists. There's no, you know, we'll, I mean, we, yeah, we listeners don't. won't hear this for maybe a week or two after we record yeah. it, but um as of now it's something that we're keeping you know that society is looking at yes um i'm a little worried that people are are, there's two responses either people are going to panic or they're going to just be like you know what i'm done i'm done panicking about this so it's it's gonna be hard to calibrate our response so it's just yeah it's just a bummer and i think everybody this is not news to anybody but it's just a bummer yeah but i mean i guess those of us who are vaccinated it's nice to know that like you know if this is what's going to be every couple of months, this these scares like I'm not excited to live under this for an indeterminate amount of future. But yeah, we can we can adapt. We can. Mm-hmm. It's just we it's have just been adapting. Yeah. I know it sucks, but we have been adapting, right? Yeah. Like we've been things have changed, and arguably a lot of things have changed for the better. Like a lot of people are working from home, and they have that opportunity, and it decreases costs for a lot of people. You don't have to, yeah, you know, spend. Some people spend like two hours traveling to office and back. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to do that anymore. Like those kinds of things have been good. And uh, one of my friends actually put like something into perspective that was kind of interesting. Like because we have we had been you know isolated in in hold up in our homes for so long. When you got out and were able to do things again, it was almost like a reawakening of those things. Mm-hmm. Like it, like refresh those in your mind. They were like new experiences. Yeah, even though they weren't new experiences, they felt like it. So. That's kind of exciting. Yeah, it's a little bit. I mean, that's the silver lining a little bit is that you have these kind of you would not be able to have those appreciable experiences. Right. If they were not novel. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know that makes up for the the cost it it took from us. But like if yeah, Yeah. if there's a silver lining, that's definitely one of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of hiatuses. Yeah. Well, taking a break away from the normal routine of something is a good way to find the parts of that thing that you appreciate. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of talk about like, you know, uh, like people are quitting their jobs, but I think there's two reasons people say it's happening. One is the labor market is such that we haven't been able to spend a lot of money. So everyone's been saving up. And so people are more secure and able to quit their, their jobs and look for something better. But the other explanation, 
which is sort of anecdotal, is that people are like, well, it, taking stock of their lives, and it's like, mm-hmm. they, like it, everyone got shook up. Yeah, and so, and that's, I mean, again, silver linings. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I, I think. I don't know about if that was something for us, but we all did get new jobs. We did <laughs> uh, during this last year. Yeah, um, and we can, we'll talk a little bit about, more about that later. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess I don't. know. It's harder and harder to have things to say during our pandemic check-ins. Yeah, because it's kind of just how it always is. It's, mm. I don't want to stop doing them though. Because yeah, I, I don't want to. I I do want to. <laughs> do want to kind of. I do want to feel when things change. I want to note it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. Um... It's kind of weird. I think the way I've been feeling is that like I've I felt like more um willing to like do stuff mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. and it's scary. Yeah. To think that cuz it's like am I doing everything? Like I don't know. I, the I feel like the constant thing I've been thinking about is like uh, this whole time really is like am I doing everything I can to make sure that uh, I I am safe and others are safe. Mm-hmm. And I think for the most part I have been um, but I feel like that line has changed, um, in a way where I don't know where, I don't know what is the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now. So it's like people settled into what their risk tolerance was. They got yes. into the new behaviors and new habits and then they got vaccinated and then yeah. they spent a couple of weeks, uh, you know, setting up new standards and mm-hmm. new habits. And then Delta struck, and then we're back in this fuzzy period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just, it's stretched out. Yeah. Whereas last year, it was like the, those first two months where everyone didn't know what they were doing but before they settled into something. Yeah. And then and we were all in the same boat. And now we're not all in the same boat. Right. Um, variations of caseloads are wildly different amongst different states. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a lot of places, they're, you know, everywhere, it's it's mostly the unvaccinated population. And there's, we don't know how many, how much uh, transmission happens through asymptomatic we still don't know a lot of those things. Yeah. So I totally know what you're getting at. It's just yeah. like, it, it's, we're, it's less, it's less scary maybe, but it's far less certain. <laughs> like yeah. there's less, um, we know less about what's safe and what's not. Yep. Um, even though things are a lot safer for those of us who are vaccinated. Yes. Um, I just got my booster this last week and, um, they're like, well, this is, if there's something you have to do every six months, that's rough. Um, but maybe it's what we have to do, like like a flu shot like every year, you know, becomes yeah. endemic. Mm-hmm. I think that's where we're headed. Yeah, and it's hard to know. Like, I think there's a lot of like, well, if things have gone differently, but again, there's just so little information, right? Who's, we don't who know. knows what. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, we talk sometimes about um, people who have access to the vaccines and are able to get a vaccine but choose not to get it. Yes, mm-hmm. but the thing is, is that there's a you know there's like over seven billion people on the planet. Yeah. And a lot of them are not vaccinated because they just don't have access to the vaccine. Yeah. yeah. And the virus doesn't care about why you didn't get a vaccine. Mm-hmm. It just, as long as it has a reservoir to, you know, to replicate itself, it will do so. And then it will, it will evolve. Mm-hmm. It will change and it will evolve. And that's how you get new variants. Yeah. And the more opportunities we give for it to do that, the longer this will just go on. Yeah. 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 And that's yeah. what happened with the flu. Like that's it hit 1918 and never went away. Yeah, because yeah. it got its rev- it got its reservoir and it spread fast enough and far enough that it it will probably never be eradicated mm-hmm. uh, until basically medical science is to a point where it's like Star Trek and unrecognizable from what we have today. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I did read a thing recently about uh, booster shots. I think a lot of people are very nervous about because there's still 
uh, uh, supply and distribution problems with vaccines worldwide. Mm-hmm. Um, that they'll, well, I don't want to get a booster because it will take away from somebody else who has not been vaccinated. Mm. Um, at least if you're in America or in most of Western Europe, um, that's that's not really a reality. Uh, if you if you are eligible for a booster, please get one. Um, if you're not taking one away from somebody in another country. Yeah, they have all, like surplus at this point, right? Yeah, there's the it's such that your actions that if you don't take it, it won't go to someone who 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 would otherwise not get one. Yeah. Um, you can feel pretty secure in that. So I, I, that's what that's one thing that people are being a little bit hesitant to sort of take care of that. Yeah. Um, but other news recently, um, you know, the the U.S. is moving closer towards um, 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 trying to exempt uh, intellectual property protections over uh, vaccine patents, hmm. which has been a movement that started last year, but the Biden administration is now kind of on board with it and might be pressuring um, uh, the U.N. and the WHO to, to help with that, um, which should uh, basically allow for manufacturing capacity to pick up the production of vaccines. That's part of the problem in places where there isn't enough supplies, there's enough manufacturing capacity mm. because only the people who are licensed to to produce these products are the ones who are making it. But yeah. um, it, I suppose, la- I would say last year, uh, removing those protections wouldn't have helped speed things up a little bit. But now that things are at at their saturation point, it, it, it would be a really nice thing to be able to, to loosen those restrictions sure. uh, in this ex- exception. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I don't know, but yeah, big bummer as always, not news to anybody listening, I'm sure. Yep. But it's nice to check in from time to time because we really can't, we can't forget about it. Yeah. You know? Literally, we cannot. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. Hiatus. Yeah. 2021. What are we doing? Guess, 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 guess. It's nothing. I was gonna, I was gonna ask Ellen to reveal oh. our big project, but you couldn't hold it in. No, I'm excited to not do stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's appropriate so for like, Steven to reveal that we're doing nothing because I'm the one who kept starting lists of things we could do. That's true. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. there's a list of stuff that we like want to look over. Yeah, basically, it's a recharge uh, yeah. hiatus. Whereas last year we we really really nosed the grindstone on Robostin, mm-hmm. and the year before it was a big relaunch of the website, new uh, new website, new branding, yeah, ton of stuff to get that happening. Uh, this year we're gonna just kind of we're going into maintenance mode. Yes, we're uh, we're gonna meet every week, and we're going to um, we're gonna sort of spruce up the parts of the show that like could use some sprucing up mm-hmm. in terms of like how we run it. And how we maintain it. I'm going to be doing some of the stuff with the website to sort of polish it up a little bit, make it a better experience for people. But we're not going to take on a big project. Yes. And we're all very excited about yeah. that. Yeah. Well, okay. So I will say that, like, I actually did enjoy, I mean, we probably did it too much, but I did enjoy working on Boston last year, even mm-hmm. though it was just intense. Yeah. And um, I, I think that this is not, this does not come from a place of regret about how yeah. we've done it in the past. Yes. It's that it's, I think this is the right decision for us now. Yeah. Not, not do another one of these days. I'm actually quite looking forward to, doing another big project next year mm-hmm. uh, during next year's hiatus. I think that will be, I'll, I'll be ready for it by then. Yeah. Um, but I think sometimes I think like, wow, we really could have used last year for some of the things we're going to do this year. Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad that we're taking that time. Just wanted to spend time with giant robots and that's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and just, I wanted to, I put in the notes here, very, very quick postmortem. Yeah. We did put a lot of work into our Boston and then immediately afterwards we came up with Glom. Yeah. Uh, which, if listeners, uh, you know, have been paying attention, has been something we've been really invested in, and it just stole the thunder of Robosan mm. in a really weird way. Because I'm, I, I want to get back to it. Yeah. Um, but Glom's just easier, Glom- <laughs> and uh, it's a better game. 
like I mean, they're very different. Yes, they're very but, different you know, games. Yeah, but I think uh, um, from where we're coming from, and I, I think I just think it's a better game. But at the same time, Robotson's very good. Right. I yeah. re- I'm really proud of the work we did on that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and so, I mean, one part of me is like, okay, let's use this a hiatus to like get that one back on its feet, have a, you know, get something prepared. All that we learned about pitching mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, tabletop games this year uh, for Glom was what we what we were supposed to be doing for Robotson. Yeah. And so it's very easy to be like, well, let's let's pick it back up. But I'm fine putting it on a shelf for now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. I do want to get back to it at some point. Yes. Yeah, I do too. Mm-hmm. It is fun. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think yeah, I think our plans really are just like we're gonna like meet weekly and then just talk about stuff, evaluate what we've been doing. Um. Like I don't know scripts. Like I write, I I make a script for all of our episodes. Um. But like maybe I could make them more efficient or more valuable while we're recording or after we're recording or before we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all of those time periods. Yeah. Um. Things like that. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about and just you know because we've been doing this for five years. You know, yeah. we, you kind of get into a groove, um, but there's always room for improvement. So like we could look into that some. Yeah, reevaluating like how we pick topics. Yeah, how we book guests. Yes. Um, you know how uh, how we determine the ratio of episode types. Right. Um, you know how often how how much we want to experiment with new formats. Yeah. And how easy that is. Like right now, it's actually not easy for us to experiment with new formats. Right. Because we've put a lot of systems in place that are really, you know, put us in that groove. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that's good. Maybe we will look at that and decide that that's correct. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but we did launch a new episode format this year. Right. And we need to make sure that and that's part of the website maintenance is making sure that the metadata for that is going to work. And so the question is, is well, we, if we ever do that again, it should be easier for us to integrate that into all of our systems. Yeah. Um, or is it is it the or will happen rarely enough? So these are all the questions we're going to ask, and we're just going to kind of we're going to take it easy, yep. and we're going to make lists and check through them and prioritize. Yep. And that's it. That doesn't maybe it doesn't sound that relaxing as you hear it, listener, but for us, it's very chill. It's mm-hmm. been the, the time I think. Yes, yes. Um, we also want to bring up the producer thing that we're talking about. Yeah, well, I mean, I mentioned that we're going to try to wait ways to book guests um yes uh this uh, ellen you and i were brainstorming about this a couple of weeks ago and then we kind of like said like yeah we should actually look into it what what, what were we talking about uh well we were thinking about hiring someone to help help us book guests you know yep. find find people and vet them a little bit and create a system so that we're not so reliant upon our you know personal connections mm-hmm. to bring in um guests for the show uh, but also to you know bring in people from the far corners of the world yeah. compared to Minneapolis, Minnesota, yeah, and uh, and have them on to talk about game de- you know game development. Um, we've really enjoyed doing interviews, and we want to keep doing them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it can be a lot of work to go out and find guests and, and do the coordination needed to yeah. actually set up an interview. So we're gonna look to get some help with some help with that. Yeah. yeah, and we're not an interview show, and no. so it's really, really easy for us if we don't have any interviews lined up to just not do interview episodes. Right, and um, and that's tough because it's a it is a core part of what I think makes our show great. Yeah, is bringing in those other voices. Well, right, because we're not the experts on a lot of the topics. Exactly, let's just yeah. talk about more things. Yes, um, because we you know we can't we can't wing it on a lot on topics we don't have experience with. So mm-hmm. our guests are an invaluable part of what i think makes this show valuable to listeners and what makes it worthwhile for us to do as hosts 
Um, and so if we could find yeah better ways to to get more people in and and yeah rely less on our ability to make fast friends and then invite them on the show yeah uh, which has gone it's been a very successful strategy yeah but it has limits yeah mm-hmm. yeah absolutely yeah um I think yeah those are our plans for hiatus yeah uh, but in the meantime for listeners who maybe don't remember this from previous years or who are new to the show mm-hmm. uh, during those eight weeks you will still be getting new content from us yes oh, yeah. right, right, and right. Uh, by way of our nice replays so yes. we're going to be picking out our favorite episodes from the past year or so and we're going to be um, uh, releasing those so the reruns but we do little intros so you kind of hear why we picked those and kind of give us some context mm-hmm. and hopefully there you know we pick out ones we think that maybe could use a second listen or ones that we're you know make sure this is not one that you should have missed and yeah. so um, the so the episodes we're most excited about that we've done in this in the last year or so, and normally we kind of go through these and pick this together. But Ellen, you have gotten a jump on it and picked a lot of these uh, for us, and I'm really excited because it's a really good list. It's a good list. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, you guys looked over them. We moved some around. It <laughs> yeah. wasn't all me. It was mostly Ellen. It was mostly It was mostly me. But <laughs> um, so stay tuned for that. That'll be starting next week. Yes. Uh, okay. So. One thing we always do every year is we look at the games that were locally released in, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, top on the list is Fingence. Hey, Fingence finally came out. It's out. I, I can't get nagged to release the game because it's out, suckers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, and it's been good. Um, um, but I mean, I'm not, I'm, we're not the only games that were out. Um, totally a reliable delivery service. My brother works on this game. Um, is was released on consoles, mm-hmm. um, and I think they had a big update on like on PC and stuff too. So that yeah. was a big thing. Um, also, um, it wasn't on our list because I, I forgot about it. But uh, Anodyne Two yes. also released on oh, consoles yeah. this year. Yes, that's true. That's absolutely yeah. true. Yes, Anodyne Two is on there. Um, great game. Y'all should check that out too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ali Oop. Um, I think we've talked. We've certainly talked about that on the show before. Yeah, is out on early access on Steam. Is itch? Is it on itch too? I don't. I think it's just on Steam, just through the early access okay. system. Um, but uh, yeah, our pal uh, Alex Carlson, they're working on Ollie for a long yeah. time, and has has put out uh, it in its current state in early access. I really encourage you to check it out. It's yeah, it's adorable AF. Yeah, <laughs> so literally cute. all of these games on this list, y'all should check out. Yeah. At least look up the trailers or download the game because Vengeance is free. Um, <laughs> we also um, worked on games that we have released that aren't necessarily locally based. Um, Vengeance is on this list again. Yeah. Because it's out. <laughs> this has been a long time coming. I get to break. Yeah. You do. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Marky worked on Closed Hands. Yes. Yes. And I talked about this at the end in last year's Nicest, mm-hmm. I think. Um, because I had just started working on it. Um, yeah. Um, I was hired to do some development and some uh, visual polish and some sort of finishing work on that game. It ended up being a lot more extensive than I had planned. Mm. Um, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And man, I and I have talked about on the show before. I did such a great project um, from uh, a writer and and uh, uh, multidisciplinary artist, uh, Dan Het, mm-hmm. uh, who's from Manchester. And I just met online and, um, and just I worked with him on this. And it's really good. And it came out um, on Itch uh, for free. And then uh, it was also put on Steam this year as a sort of director's cut. So uh, Dan did a sort of director's commentary. Oh, so you can hear a lot cool. about the writing process and the team that he gathered and uh, put together. Just like a really, really cool. Um, so you can check that out on Steam. We'll put that in the show notes. But awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of the work I did on that game. Yeah. And also the work I did on that game really helped me get the job I have now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm very uh, um, 
I'm very grateful to Dan for for bringing me on and and and, and having me work on that project. Awesome, because um, it was great. It was uh, it did it wasn't a huge multi year project like a lot of mine are. It was very focused, and it was just I was just hired to do a thing, and I got to bring what I wanted to it and and be part of something bigger that I was really pleased to sort of just be next to. Yeah, um, and it it sort of helped me along in my career, which is a I've talked about on the show before. I don't have a good sense of, <laughs> so it was really really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but also it was really nice to know like. It's just a cool thing as you're a developer to ship a game yeah. under any context. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, hey, I helped playtest on something and then it shipped this year. So I, you know, yeah. I yeah. shipped a game this year. Like that's yeah. however you want to, dif- from a small small to big, whatever. Um, and so I'm very excited to be able to say I've shipped a game in the, the every year for the past three years. Oh, wow. And I'm really excited about that. And that's it's not cool. it's not that I made a game and shipped it. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, but I was part of a, a release that, a big part of a release in the past three years. And so just feeling really excited about that. And also now like, well, I better make sure I get something out next year. (laughs) (laughs) I want to keep my streak going. Yeah. 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 But you know, it's tough when you're working on, you know, I started my, the first game I was working on was a big thing was Metro Nexus, Mm -hmm. which is still on the shelf now. And we'll talk about my plans for that in our news resolution. But, um, you go a couple of years and you don't make you don't make progress that you can put on paper. It's really hard. It is. It is. I'm sure our listeners, a lot of them have felt the same way where you're, there's a long stretch of time where you don't, you can't update your resume. You can't right. update your portfolio because as you know, and so I feel very, I'm very pleased that I'm at the point in my career now where I can, I now have a list. Yeah. You know? That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's it's really good. exciting. Cool. Um, we also released Gom question mark. We didn't yeah, release that sorta. game. It's not out yet. No. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it's on this list for some reason. So, well, because you know, it had, it's sort of, it had, it's coming out. Uh, party, you know, because uh, we had it in that, and that, because it was it was part of the wordplay sh- uh, showcase. Uh, yeah, I mean, okay, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. We can bring it up. We did it. What We've worked that? on it a lot. Yeah. We and talked. To, I don't remember if we actually did this. Oop. Oh gosh, is it good? Yep, is it good? Mm-hmm. It's good. We uh, we talked about having Glom on kind of like a dropship site with the yeah, but I don't remember if we actually ever did that. Yeah, I think um, we were talking to Peter Yang, who's yeah. been helping us try to p- uh, pitch this game. Right. And one of the things he suggested is just like like sell a, a prototype version of it, like an yeah. early access kind of thing. And uh, we haven't made that decision, but that's kind of why it's on this list is because that might be something we do before the year is out, Yeah. Um, is make it available to purchase. Yeah. Um, because it is definitely playable in it purchase it's purchased in a purchasable purchasable form Mm -hmm. um and so uh we just haven't pulled that trigger yet yeah 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 okay so in that respect because this the year hasn't ended yet yeah glom is out (laughs) as far Uh as you all know we'll probably put like a post on our on our on the website it's like glom's out yeah yeah yeah. if we yeah yeah and it it doesn't preclude the possibility of having a publisher come in and pick it up and do something with it Mm -hmm. Um, and that's one of the reasons why it's a little bit of a question mark. It's like we're not really sure that we want to go that direction, right? Um, but uh, but yeah, but but Peter thought it would be a good idea, and I think we we we've, we've done well by trusting him. So mm-hmm. I think that might be a good thing to do. Um, and listeners, if you want to buy a copy of Glom, let us know because if there's demand, then we'll definitely do it. Very true. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Okay, what we do in 2021? We all got new jobs. Yep. Mm-hmm. We did. It's and we all like them too. Which is a big accomplishment. <laughs> you don't always <laughs> like the jobs you get. Sometimes they're just jobs. Yeah. Um, but no, that's been I, I've been I keep thinking about like my uh mental state last year when I was, you know, working at my previous job and my mental state this year at the at my current job. Um, and it's just so worth leaving. 
<laughs> it feels really good to, um, at this at this new place. Not just that things are great, but that how far it's come. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It feels like I moved on up. It really <laughs> feels good. Um. So yeah, we should. You know, I'm, I'm proud of all of us. We did it. Moving on, getting fancy jobs we enjoy. That's just. This is what you want in life. You know, it's good things. It's good things. I just, wanna, I like it. You want to feel good about the way that you spend your time. Exactly. Because yeah, yeah. you spend a lot of time working. So, <laughs> um, yeah. And one of the great things about it too is, and we've, it, listeners can go back. I don't know that we want to detail each of us, but mm. um, we've talked a lot about our, 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 the new work that we've been doing in this last year. And um, it's, it's kind of, it's all, for each of us, it's very different. We've yeah. all moved up or moved up or forward or on in a different way. Yes. Um, which is great. And I like to think, you know, thinking about it purely in the terms of the context for the show. Yeah. It's interesting. We, we may, we may maintain our unique voices, which mm -hmm. is cool. It's one of the reasons I love doing the show with the two of you is because we are not all the same. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and that makes, that makes us, I think that makes the show more interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm glad to know that that's not something that we have to fight to maintain. Yeah. It's just, a, yeah. That as we move on in our careers, we have different, you know, we do things differently and that's great. Yeah. I love that a lot. Yeah, that's great. Mm -hmm. So, Mark, what did you do in 2021? I did. I have a couple of notable bullet points that I'm kind of excited about. Uh, one, I made a whole game engine. Um, wow. And why? I have talked about it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if you want to know why, there's a whole episode about it. Yeah, we did talk uh, about it. We did uh, back in uh, over the summer. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, for the Playdate um, uh, handheld console, that is now going to be coming out next year. Um, and so I'm, I'm pretty proud of myself because I learned a whole new programming language to do it. Um, and it's, I would say objectively, it's not an enormous accomplishment because <laughs> the engine is relatively small. Sure. Um, it does a lot of things and I'm very, it's a lot of work and it's not finished. Uh, and, you know, it's an open source project ongoing, but, um, considering my propensity to take on a new project and then just like let it drag forever, mm. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm really excited that I was able to add a new one and I don't feel like I was more swamped during that time. Cool. Um, which is pretty exciting. Um, but the other big accomplishment, probably the biggest one for me this year, is I opened up the co-working space. I yeah. opened up Noble Robot as Where a location. And here in the clubhouse is, you know, inside the office. And, yeah. You know, that was, um, I've always wanted to do it. And um, it it felt out of reach in a lot of ways. Mm. Um, but sort of the, the you know, the, the, the wheels were turning and everything kind of lined up. Um, and it was, it was, it was a big decision to decide to do it. Yeah. And then it was needed to be there was a lot of work to make it happen. Oh yeah. Um, so over the summer, just tons of like sketching out floor plans and, and, and um, comparison shopping uh, uh, desks and table legs and chairs and rugs and, mm -hmm. and just all the stuff you need in an office. Like, you know, just like a roll of paper towels, like, just yeah. like, you know, um, and trying to find a way that's sustainable for me. Um, I, I don't want I don't want my job to be running an office. Right. And, right. And, but I have made it a little bit part of my job. So, um, trying to find a way to make that work and to have the two of you, uh, you know, join me on this adventure, um, has been really exciting. Um, as, uh, you know, we all have desks here. And so that's going to be part of my resolution is to sort of, you know, find a way to, to keep it going and, and, and build it a little bit and, yeah. and what to, do the space, and I've talked way more about this in uh, an episode where we talk all about the new clubhouse. But that's a that's a big deal for me this year. Yeah, um, it's huge. Yeah, and the fact that like I was really hoping that pandemic would be over by mm. this time. Well, but we've made it work, yes. and that's exciting. Yeah, um, it's not working the way that I was hoping for, but it's working in a way that satisfies me. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Cool, cool. Mm -hmm. awesome. uh, but that's pretty much my list, Stephen. You have a big one on your list. 
Yeah, finish this out. <laughs> Wait, really? Hell. It's Oh, it's nice. It was a 7-year journey, right? 7-year yeah. journey. Yeah. It was what you got you started in game yes. dev. Oh, yeah, like fin- like you know what it's it's really fascinating. I we had we we used to have because we stopped updating it after a while. We used to have like blog post updates and stuff about talk about the different updates we had in Finjin. Yeah. One of these days I should go back and look at those updates and go, what the heck were you thinking, past Steven? <laughs> Why would you do this? Um, because like, you know, it's just been so long. And like the ni- you know, the nice thing is is we've been on we've been using uh version control for so long that like you can I probably can go back and look at all the um pushes and things that we did. Mm-hmm. Um which again I could be like, Why did you do this? Um <laughs> The benefits and the drawbacks of yeah, version yeah. control. So far, I'm not hearing any reason why you'd want to do this. <laughs> well, that's a good... You know, one of these days we should talk about why you should release a game. Because um, <laughs> we, talk, we talk about making games. We don't talk about why um, very often. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, it like it just feels good because like the game is good. There's still some bugs that I will eventually fix down the line. <laughs> <laughs> it's out, though. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so it feels really good. Um, yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from that, though, I was actually struggling to come up with like things I did this year. Like, I mean, the biggest thing is getting the new job. Um, but I like was like, what did I do in 2021? <laughs> it kind of well, part of it is like it blurred in with 2020. Um, yeah. In that it just feels like one big old blob of stuff. Um, but I think that like. I think a part of it is like I'm sure I did a lot of stuff, um, and probably some of them quite notable, but maybe not as notable as like the large things with Vengeance and um, the new job and pandemic. So it, I think it, it, it all kind of just faded in the distance, um, yeah, in some way. But you know that's fine. Well, I was I was telling you before the show that yeah. like one of the one of my habits is to pick up a project and either just yeah let it linger forever or like get it done in four days. Yeah. And then, and then I can add a little bullet point and that's like fun for me. Yeah. And that's, I think a lot of indie devs are like that. A lot of independent artists are like that. Yeah. But I think one of the things, but that's kind of false progress in a way. Mm. Um, like you say, you got this new job, like, and all the things you do in that job, all get bold yeah. into just your job. Exactly. Whereas each one of those accomplishments, like it's hard to think of them as separate projects, even though there's a sort right. of similar thing. Yeah. Um, well, ultimately lead towards a larger thing, which and, is, and that's a good point because I definitely feel much more confident in being a unity developer now that I got this new job and stuff. Cause like it just, I could tell I know what I'm doing because <laughs> people <laughs> ask me questions. I'm like, I know that one. And then when I don't know a thing, they're like, I didn't know that one either. And it's fine. And, and <laughs> you know, cause yeah. it's, if it, it's really interesting being in game dev because a lot of us are kind of just flying by the seat of our pants and we just figure it out as we go. A hundred percent of us are doing that. Yeah. It, well, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely true. Yeah. Triple A indie, we're all just trying to figure it out. Um, but like it it really it it it's just helpful to know that that's what's happening. Yeah. And I knew I mean I knew that, but I kind of just kind of knew that like in a small scale sort of situation. Now it feels more like that's just how everyone works. And so now it just kind of feels like yeah, I'm good. <laughs> it, it's weird that sometimes you need specific experiences to be able to actually like absorb a general principle. Yes. You can hear it, you know, in a general sense so often. Everyone's just figuring it out. Everyone's flying by the seat of their pants. No one has all the answers. Yeah. But it doesn't really sink in until you've experienced it and run into that. Yeah. That 
in in real life, quote unquote. And it needs to be contextualized because I think that one of the one of the things we try to do to to reduce um, um, uh, imposter syndrome, yeah, is to say like even the experts are like improvising, mm-hmm. right? But I think when you are mid career, when you are learning expertise, when you're past that point of feeling like the newbie, yeah. Mm-hmm. You never really lose that sense because you're you're now telling people that. Yeah. And so it helps to have context. It helps to have a framework to to be validated, to be like, yes, you actually are an expert. You do know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the other half of it that we don't talk about enough, which is the 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 thing that like, yes, we don't know what we're doing, but we do kind of know what we're doing. Yeah. Um, and I think it's important for people to hear that and, and from a and in the in a way that they believe it, and yes. it's hard for us to internalize that sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so that's yep. why having like you know the people you work with are like they're putting a lot of trust in you, and it's paying off. Mm-hmm. Like they 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 are they're right to trust you because yeah. they benefit from it. And so that that is a great that has to be a great feeling for it you. It is to like to know that like yes, you do know what you're doing, even as you're fumbling through like we always are all the time. Yep. Like they, they both, they live in harmony in a way, but like if you just have one, but not the other, you could feel like, yeah, I'm not awful because mm-hmm. everyone's like this, mm-hmm. but sometimes you do need to be told you're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like basically what I've done is I just started to learn how to fumble in the correct direction. Yeah. <laughs> you just kind of fall, but like you're falling towards the thing instead of like falling backwards, forwards, left and right. Right. Now I'm falling mostly forwards. A little bit of backwards, yeah, mostly yeah, forwards. Yeah. <laughs> given a, given a project, you might not know what you're doing, but yeah. you know how to figure it out. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. I figured out how to Google things appropriately. <laughs> to extend your fumble <laughs> metaphor, you now know how wide the bridge is. Yeah. So you know how far you can stumble without being without falling off. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Uh, and when you start out, you think oh. it's a tightrope. Yeah. It's actually. Actually, it's quite a nice, comfortable some walkway. Yeah, it's more like a Machu Picchu staircase. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fall down the staircase, though. Uh, Alan, what have uh, you my phone turned off, so I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I have my notes here on my phone, and I did write down the notes that I would need to go through this. Okay. Um, well, I w- this was like my first full year of freelance doing freelance work. Cool. Uh, as an instructional designer slash game based learning specialist, and it's gone really well. Um, awesome. Probably took on more work than I needed to, but we'll see. I mean, year one, if you think about a year as a single data point, I've got one year. I've got one data point. Yeah. <laughs> Not very much. <laughs> um, and I think it's helpful, at least when you're thinking of freelance as a year as a data point, because that's how your taxes go. Um, <laughs> oh, shoot. No, I have to do my taxes quarterly next year. Ah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't have four data points. I, as a longtime freelancer. This is not, not fun, <laughs> like handling that stuff. Yeah. I will, well, I, we have a tax person who does taxes, and so I'll just, they'll have to do it. I'll just have to remember to tell them. <laughs> anyway, um, got a new house. We moved to a new house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we're, <laughs> let me rephrase. We're like still moving to the new house. It's yeah, I was going to really say, is that, is that process completed we're yet? We're close to being done, but then we have to clean the house. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're moving, the new family, we know them. We, this is a direct sale we're selling to a friend. I'm really excited to be able to, you know, to do that because the housing market is so tight. It might've been really difficult for her and her kids to like find a good spot. But yeah. um, then they'll be just down the block. Cause we only moved a block and a half away. <laughs> um, so yeah, I moved into a new house and we've got this new office space here in downtown Minneapolis, which has been amazing. And I have a new nephew. Aww. That's born a few months ago. His name is Theo and he's very cute. Oh, that's sweet. And it'll be really exciting to, well, 
inevitably see him get into games and poke pokemon and dinosaurs if you have anything to say about it well i think this is just a given it sounds it seems like dinosaurs and then pokemon it's sharks dinosaurs pokemon that's this is the ladder this is the funnel the yeah. pipeline yeah yep, yep. That's how it goes yep then you just you're stuck in pokemon and you just never leave it <laughs> and then, <laughs> then it's just pokemon then forever it's just pokemon yeah yeah until you're 40 yeah um, and beyond, and beyond. <laughs> yeah uh, yeah that's a lot of stuff ellen those are big accomplishments i know i'm so tired <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's interesting because you know we've been talking about this in the context of our careers but yeah that usually that, that often is the biggest part of your life mm-hmm. um but ellen you had that and a lot else going on yeah, yeah. it's a big year for you yeah I'm really looking forward to eight weeks of hiatus. <laughs> I'm going to sleep. Yeah. Finally you know, you still have drug. to do your regular day job during these eight weeks, right? Yeah, but pro- <laughs> I, you know, we have an, I have a big deliverable this upcoming week. Yep. And then I think it's for that type of work, um, my like, main instructional design work, it's going to be letting up a little bit. I'll, But I think... Might have a line on some game-based learning design work, Ooh. which I can't talk about much right now. But uh, yeah, I had some good conversations a couple of days ago with some former colleagues who have gone to work full time with some former project buddies and mm-hmm. and uh, partners, and we're gonna see what we're gonna we're gonna see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but I still think that will be it'll be different than the kind of like writing heavy work that I've been doing over the last few months. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of writing and writing is hard and it takes a long time. And sometimes when you're yeah. tired, it goes even slower, but it doesn't matter. You still get it done. And it so, wasn't just writing for you. You had to digest topics that you weren't familiar with and then find ways to write in a way that teaches that to others. Yes. That's a, I mean, it had to, it had to flow through you. Yeah. yeah it, had to flow th- it had to let the force of the insurance industry flow through me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, no, and that's the thing I love, but that's the thing I love about the job. So I'm like, I'm tired now, but when I actually start writing, like it's really exciting and you're, you know, it's highly creative, um, but also highly analytical. Um, but yeah, that's, that also is a lot of brain power. <laughs> like yeah. you're firing on all hemispheres of your brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, when you're doing that kind of thing. Uh, which is partly why it's so engaging and so rewarding, but also one of the reasons why it's so exhausting. <laughs> um, and it's been like that for like lots of writing for a couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, we're coming up on our last, I think, really big deliverable that I'm involved in for the end of the year um, this upcoming week. Now, I still have a boatload of writing to do before we make that <laughs> deadline, but uh, that's a problem for evening, Ellen. <laughs> Not <Right>. for now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. It's, but you know, it's also winter, so like I'll be able to cozy up and play Metroid Dread and get scared and stay up too late, and then sleep in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the dream. <laughs> well, shall we get into the meat and potatoes? Well, we've almost recorded a full episode of Thoughts up to now. Oh, so it's probably time we actually start getting into what we're yeah here probably, for, <laughs> which Seriously? is to talk about our nicest. Wait, how long have we been talking? I'm not going to disclose that figure. <laughs> okay. okay. Mark, Mark knows me well. <laughs> um, as a reminder, we've done this for five. This is the fifth one now. Wow. Um, I know. <laughs> oh, right. Because we did it the first year right away. Didn't yeah, we? we did. Um, That's what five years means on yeah. this show. 
this this list of nicest does not mean this is the best of 2021. Yeah, we tell you folks every year. I know you should. You think you'd learn right now? Um, <laughs> there are new listeners. I know. I'm <laughs> but anyways, this is just a list of games we like played, and we thought it was nice, and we wanted to give them a shout out. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Ellen is on this list first. So Ellen, you want to go first? Yeah. This okay. is weird. I went like last during our review, and I'm going first in the nicest. And <laughs> yeah. I know. I feel like I'm talking a lot. I just okay. Also. This because Mark didn't tell me how much time we're actually spending or how much time we've already been talking. I'm just going to waste some more time uh-huh. before I go into the nicest. And I just <laughs> want to share everybody that I have. A, I have brought in a plush toy ferret. Yes. Into the clubhouse. And it is in our clubhouse with us right now. It's and very, very cute. Very, cute. very cute. We will put a picture up on the website for y'all. Okay. My nice, nicest of 2021. Um, Hades for sure. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. I haven't finished it yet, but I um, started it this year, and so it still counts. Yeah, um, yeah, and that's the other rule about nicest is that it didn't have to come out this year. It didn't no, have to come out this year. Yeah. Is what I, what we played this year, um, and yeah, gosh, I, I mean, I love everything by Supergiant. I really do, and this game is a great example of why because mm-hmm. <laughs> they're so good at what they do, and just I don't know, everything is so. Well, everything that everybody has said about it is true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're late to the party, but that doesn't mean you still can't have fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's, yeah. I mean, everyone's, there's tons of stuff out there talking about why Hades is great. And I agree with all of it. And I am looking forward to finishing it and and more. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm, yeah, that's definitely one on my list. And the other one is Firewatch, which for sure did not come out this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but I did finally finish it this year and played it this year. And it really stuck with me. Like, I really, I mean, I know the term walking simulator can sometimes be used in like a derogatory fashion, and it's not a walking simulator. There were some challenging points in there, um, especially like around the navigation and stuff like that. Mm. But I, I just really, I don't know, it was just a really good year to play that game mm-hmm. with the mechanics that it has, like going outside and, well, it wasn't really outside. It was a fake outside. But the way that it lets you explore that fake outside like made you appreciate outside. And that's what I love about games is like it just like any other art. It gives you a lens to examine a part of life in a way that helps you better appreciate or understand or think, yeah. you know, think more deeply yeah. about that other part of life. So, it was it was good. Yeah, that part of it was good. And the ending really stuck with me. Um just because it was so I don't know. I didn't it just didn't settle. The game yeah. just didn't like settle in. It just left questions unanswered. And I think that's I don't know. It was a good game to play this year. So that's that's, cool. that's one of my other nicest. Awesome. Um, so those are my two nicest. I will give a couple honorable mentions. Um, where should we begin? A game of stories is a card game about conversations. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to give it a try, and I did, and it was pretty fun. Cool. It was pretty good. So check that out. Um, Metroid Fusion, I finally played through that and that was amazing. And um, I finally finished Pokemon Quest, which was just cute as heck. <laughs> uh, we talked about it a couple, I think several months ago when I was playing it um, more diligently. And we talked about cubes and cubes are one of the things that make it cute as heck. But cubes are pretty cool. I don't know, really mean, it made me feel good. It was a good game. It made oh. me feel good. Hit, I beat Mewtwo. Because that's what you do. Me too in cube form? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. So those are some of my honorable mentions for this year. Awesome. Um, yeah. Okay. Mark, uh-huh. to you. Um, okay. So I 
I think we all sort of well, Ellen is usually quicker on these sorts of like brainstormy lists than mm-hmm. Stephen and I are. Yeah. But I, so I know you and I both had some trouble. Yeah. But I, this happens every year where I'm like, I, how many games did I even play this year? I'm sort of like perpetually sort of like um, you know like punishing myself for not being enough of a gamer, I guess. Um, <laughs> and but I but I I. I what it really was is that I forgot how long how long this year has been. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, um, you have to really look back. This is the same thing that happens at the Oscars, right? It's like mm-hmm. uh, Oscars or movies that get released in the fall are just statistically more likely to be nominated for Oscars. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. in part for that. Then there's some self you know, selecting there, but um, and so I, you know, I just every year we look through the list of releases and I'm like, oh right, that was there. And the mm-hmm. one that really hit me the most. Was Bowser's Fury, mm. which was that expansion to uh, New Super Mario 3D? Uh, wait, Super Mario 3D World. Yes, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those games have the dumbest names. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but uh, Bowser's Fury was like built with all of the assets from that game, but it was a um, a 64 Sunshine Galaxy style uh, experience, mm. whereas um, uh, Super Mario 3D World was is much more of a level clear experience. Yeah. So it was a weird mix in yeah. a sense of like building that out uh, from those same mechanics and the, in the exact same uh, assets and stuff like that mm-hmm. um but it was a lot of fun and i think i talked about this when this game came out but what i really liked about it is it had like indie game jank like oh, it just yeah. felt it felt like an indie game yeah in, in, in a sense i, I mean it had the nintendo polish but mm-hmm. it just seemed so much like here's a great idea here's as much as we can wring out of it mm-hmm. and no more yeah and also it's not perfect like yeah. it's like it, you know, it has flaws and who cares? Mm, and that's yeah. what I really liked about that. And I think that when people talk about Nintendo is sort of it's so venerated and so, you know, legendary as as a as a development house. Right. Um, you know, for its internal companies and like the third parties it works with and, and, and has a lot of control over. But I think a lot of it just comes down to like they are they care just mostly about the game and not about the stuff around the game. Mm-hmm. And so that you'll have experiences like this, which like it is kind of janky. But it's still a polished Nintendo experience. Yeah, and I I love it's it feels like a proof a proof of that fact that it's not just that like they have some magic or something. It's just they have a really good attitude. Yeah. I think that's what makes Nintendo special. Um, and I really love playing it. And I think it was just a really good way. Um, and I I just like the idea that like it just happened. Like they just it was there was a prototype or whatever internally, and they're like, well, we can't make a full sixty dollars experience, so we'll just package this in. And yeah. it's just so weird. Um, everything about Mario's 35th anniversary celebration, which had a bunch of weird releases. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's, out, it's outside the mold. Like they're not listening to how, how anyone else is doing anything. <laughs> and because they're Nintendo, they, they, you know, they can kind of get away with they anything, can do it, which yeah. is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like that they're taking advantage of that. They're not trying to maximize or, you know, their, their position to like, you know, make them, you know, they're just, they're trying stuff. And, and yeah. that, so other than it being a really fun game to play, it had as a game developer, it, it, it was just, it was a very nice experience to know. Cause there's sometimes I'll play really, really polished games, but as a developer, I'll, I have, I have other criticisms about sure. how it works, even though I'm enjoying everything about it. Yeah. But I just, I just had so much fun with this one. Cool. Um, and I forgot all about it. So, yeah. um, it was <laughs> good to see that on the list. <laughs> the next one, my second, um, is a uh, rationing clank, a uh, rift apart, which is a PS five exclusive mm-hmm. and, and actually earns it. Like it really uses the power of the PS5. Right. Yeah, cool. it does. Um, and uh, in some gimmicky ways, um, in terms of like the the, lev- the sort of like um, you know low uh, uh, quick load times that right. PS5 promises with solid state drive, um, and the particular way it's implementing solid state um, storage technology, um, Ratchet and Clank uses that in a way to like have all these portals. You go from place to place. 
it's that is not that important to the experience. Mm. <laughs> like I like putting load times in those things wouldn't really hurt the game at all. Yeah. Other mm. than it would be like frustrating because they're load times. Yeah. Um. So I don't know that it takes advantage of that, but it's a it's a gorgeous looking game. It's yeah. you know finely Pixar quality. Like people say that about Ratchet and Clank is sort of the, it's the Pixar video games, but it really does look properly like a you know a, a you know full featured animated film. Mm. Um. The story is fun. It's this great all ages experience. Like. Mm-hmm. Um. They, the that series has moved on a little bit from its more sort of like uh, juvenile hu- humor origins. Yeah, and it's just become like a great four quadrant experience, which is I really liked about it. But it mm-hmm. also wasn't it wasn't toothless in its storytelling. And it, I mean, it's also I don't know. I'm kind of talking it up too much because I think like the expectations are so low yeah. for stuff like this. And oh sure, you know what I mean. And they just they they clear them. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I do think that Ratchet and Clank. I mean, it's been around for a while now, yeah. but like it's been like the first few games, people love those games. Yeah. So like, I think that like they, there's a lot of nostalgia and stuff that they'll bring to the table. That's with true. This thing too. So yeah, it might be different for me because I, I got onto this series in the PS3 era. Ah, okay. So I don't, so like I have a different kind of nostalgia for it. That's uh, fair. I think so. But I probably don't have the same sort of view on it that a lot of the people do. Yeah, um, maybe. And that nostalgia can buy you some goodwill, but it also can turn on you if you don't deliver. Yes. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah, yeah. But what I, I think what, what I think sells the the point about it having this sort of polish and story and aesthetic mm-hmm. is that the gameplay is so strong yeah. and so ref- so like very much the efforts of people who are polishing mechanics who are who are doing that number fiddling that I know you love, Steve. Yeah. Because there, there's a lot of moving parts in the mechanics of this game with all the different weapons and upgrade cycles and all mm-hmm. that stuff mm-hmm. and the way it sort of feels and how it's how it how it's paced not Ooh. just from the story or from yeah. levels but actually for like player power. Cool. And how that how that leverages into how the player is playing along. So, like, if they want to go get optional things, their power curve is different, and the story supports that. Oh, and it it I really it just feels like really really well well made. Cool. And yeah. still, they have a lot of story and a lot of like you know uh, polished uh, animation mm-hmm. and a lot of and so we talk about games that like meld those two things together, and that's like the best. We think that is the most uh, uh, ideal gameplay experience. Yeah. This is not that. Mm. It just has a lot of both, and it's both great. Yeah. And cool. I think that's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Can I ask a follow-up question? You may. Just to add more time to the clock. Yes, please. <laughs> since, men- since Mark mentioned that, I can't get it out of my head. I'm going to bring it up every time. <laughs> well, you mentioned four-quadrant experience. Yes. What does that mean? I don't think I've ever heard that phrase It's before. a little bit of a regressive term, actually, but it means um, there's four quadrants uh, in two dimensions, old, young, male, and female. So four quadrant just means it's for everybody, uh, right? So you'll oh, see like, yeah. a, that's that's really what it means. And yeah, it's a bit of a, a regressive uh, term, mm, yeah. um, but it just refers to this idea that like, you know, it's not, it's like a kid's movie that adults will, will not just suffer through, but will actually enjoy on its own terms. Gotcha. Right? So mm-hmm. Jurassic Park is a four quadrant movie. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like it's very specific, but there's nobody who wouldn't like it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, whereas like, I would say Star Wars is, I mean, I guess maybe, but like the original Star Wars is not really a four quadrant movie yeah. in that sense. Uh, whatever, these are all debatable. But sure. it's, it's like a mar- it's like a marketing term. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. I'm kind of cool. sorry I asked cuz like you're like, yeah, it's like, you know, like Jurassic Park and I'm like, eh, and I'm like Star Wars and I'm like, eh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's what it makes it sort of imprecise. That's the yeah. It, it's more yeah, like yeah. it's like an, it's an aim rather than a an right. actual category. It's, okay. yeah. Opinions differ. Gotcha. Um, cool. Okay. Yeah, and I so I I sort of like I think people sh- I think I think art should be very specific, but I also don't like things that are too niche. That are yeah. too targeted towards an audience. I think it should be specific, but anybody can 
attached to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I, I get very frustrated by games that are serving very specific audiences only because I feel that there's a limit to what they can do. Um, ah, okay. So I, that sometimes comes out in me b- uh, giving a lot of praise towards broader experiences. Sure. Even if they're not, um, the, the games themselves aren't as specific as I would hope. Because mm-hmm. uh, I feel like it's better to have a broad experience for a lot of people um, even if, even at the cost of a more specific message or structure or or novelty, yes, then have something so niche and specific that only a few people can appreciate it. Ah, um, okay. I don't know that. I don't know that. I don't disagree, but I. But that's not. That's neither here nor there. That's not what yeah, we're talking yeah, yeah, about. Stephen's <laughs> second second patented phrase. Yeah. I don't disagree. Yep. Oh yeah. I don't fully disagree. Yeah. <laughs> First one is dang. Dang. Yeah, yeah I did yeah. patent that one. You can't say it now. <laughs> uh, so we we don't have time for this, but uh, Metroid Dread was on my list as well. Yeah. But we just can't talk about it because I'm. St- oh, you finished it. I did. It's me. It's, it's still me. Yeah. It's it's still me. <laughs> So I have games. <laughs> right, Thank, you. Thank you for moving on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My list is going to be weird. I think I've pulled this trick before. Yeah. Um, but like I picked one game and then I got a, just a giant list of games that I played. Uh, Humankind is, is my nicest of 2021. Cause I played it a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of the main reason why it's in here. Uh-huh. Um, um, it is fun. Like it, 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 it I think that like there's some, fundamental issues with the game that they're trying to solve yeah they haven't quite reached it yet because it's still i i i've never been on a um i've never been at launch like on uh the journey of a 4x game it seems like this is how these a lot of these come out yeah it's like they'll come out sort of busted but like still fun you can see the potential so you'll just play it um until you get bored of it but like they keep adding more content and fixing the old content mm-hmm. so that it gets it, it feels like a it almost feels like a early access game but like a complete experience first when you play it weirdly enough hmm. um, yeah you know i i don't know that i have the authority to disagree with you fully okay. on this that's fair but i feel like i played civ 5 at launch i played yeah. civ 6 at launch oh okay but i'm also not i don't get deep deep into the weeds yeah on on those games i do like to play them though yeah i don't feel that they were as busted as a human kind was ah okay and i i think that a lot of people share your criticism with but that. i would also i mean that's that's not fair to those developers because mm. you know like don't they don't have the the, the pedigree well yeah of, of for access yeah and, this and is the first humankind yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. well well um, i don't want that to be as much of a criticism i suppose well they have made for they've made a plenty of forex games in the past because these are people who made what's it called endless space and endless legend huh. and something else um so like they've made forex games in the past yeah so it's not like they don't have experience this is just the first time they've made one that's based off of you know actual human experience right, right and right, not right. like space so um and they, I mean, they did things differently with Civ, and I've I've been playing that, and I haven't been playing Civ. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's because Humankind is new, but uh, or newer. But like, I don't know. I, I am still enjoying it. It's still a good time. Mm-hmm. I, I I like it a lot, and it's gonna get better because they don't plan on ending it. Sega, who published it, is like, we we want to keep supporting this game, so they're gonna keep making new content. Yeah. Um. So I recommend playing it <laughs> i guess <laughs> um or at the very least paying attention to it because like it, you know there's there's gonna be new content yeah um, yeah there's gonna be new updates and I, I i i like that too just reading about patch notes and stuff it's been a while since well it hasn't been that long because smash is still a thing and i read those patch notes so never mind um <laughs> but it's fun um I, I recommend it but aside from humankind i don't know i played other games and there were they range from good to fine <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know. So it, they're not nicest. No, it. well, yeah, because it's like I, I played these games and it's not like I didn't have a good time with them. It's just that, like, I, I think that I couldn't. I, I, I didn't feel comfortable giving them, yeah, the nicest label. Right. As, just, as ill-defined as that is. Yeah, because it just, like, I don't know. They didn't stick out in my head as much as, like, humankind is. Right. Like, um, so, yeah, I, I guess I'll just talk about some of the games I played. Deathloop was on this list because it was probably the closest to being nicest, but, like, I don't know, the ending is, I didn't like the ending. And after, like, after I played it for a while, like, I sort of stopped playing it. I don't quite know why, but it had something to do with the game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but I played that. Been playing Fortnite. I've already outed myself as a Fortnite player, so it's too late to uh <laughs> to hide. out of the day. Yeah. Um that one. Um, but I'm not gonna give that nicest for lots of reasons. Um <laughs> Metroid Dread is not on my list because other reasons too. I don't know. You didn't it's, like it as much as I did. I yes. Actually, yeah. Um I didn't like it as much as you did. And I think that like a lot of it is just due to how they did the Metroidvania-ness of it. Yeah. I didn't like it as much as other Metroids. Um, well, I'm looking forward to talking about that in more detail in 2022. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I played Rogue Company, which is like a weird, a multi. It's not weird. It's just a multiplayer third person shooter game with my brother. Mm-hmm. Then we stopped playing that. Um, but I played that. I played this game Haven, mm. which was cool, but not fun. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so Haven is made by the people who made Fury. F U R I. Which is like a really hard, like, uh, pseudo bullet shooter. It's a hard game. Yeah. Um, and Haven is like almost the exact opposite of that. Like, there's a there's a normal difficulty and an easier difficulty, and those are the two difficulty choices you have. Mm-hmm. Um, at least at the beginning of the game, maybe there's a hard difficulty later on. Um, but like you basically just play as this couple, and they're like running away from their planet where they were from before because. I don't. I didn't play a game far enough to know all of the reasons <laughs> as to why they were running and stuff. But they're also like trying to clean up the planet so that they can use the resources of it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just didn't. I enjoyed the 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 couple and like the the story stuff some, but like the game, I didn't like the gameplay enough to keep playing it, so I had to stop. Uh, yeah. Um, I've had games like that where like I'm invested yeah. in everything except playing it. Yeah. yeah. And I, I it, like the story has to be really good for me to do that. Like I've I've done that a few times, but like. I don't know. This one just didn't. It didn't. It didn't work enough for me, so I stopped mm-hmm. playing it. But I think it's worth a. It's worth a look. Um, I also played Valheim, which I mean, it, it that was a big thing. Um, over not over the summer, but like in spring mm-hmm. this year. Um, but it was an early access, so like I did all the early access content and then stopped playing it. I know they're releasing more stuff, but like I feel like I'm kind of done with it now. <laughs> um, I also played It Takes Two. I played that with my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and. I mean, I personally thought it was a good game, but I think that it that disappointed me in some points because this is the people who made like Brothers of Tale Two Sons, and I love that game because of the way that that game ends. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I I know that I'm a bit projecting on it because I think that like I want this game to, I want it takes two to reach the heights of that, but it doesn't yeah. for me narratively. It does okay. kind of promise similar heights, though. Yes, it, it mm-hmm. promises a tight integration. With the mechanics and the storytelling, and I think it, and I think it does in in some respects, but some of it is like gimmicky too, so it yeah. doesn't quite. I don't know. I I, I think it's I, I think it I do think it is a fun game to play like with another person. Yeah. Um, I read a bunch of bad reviews of that game. Oh, really? And it really, I was gonna get that for Dale and I to play together. I'm surprised. I think Al would like it. Yeah, I think so too. I think I just got spooked by sure. Some people had really harsh things to say. About really? It. Yeah, and in, in a way that 
you know, games criticism very frequently talks about like, is this game fun or not? Yeah. But I l- prefer games criticism that has like, the more holistic view. Yeah. And there were a couple that were really talking about how like what this implies is actually the opposite of what they're planning. And those mm. are the things I care about. Oh. And so I probably put too much stock in, in that. You know, I, I got swayed by those those reviews. Oh, okay. So I didn't really give it a shot. Well, I I mean, uh, if that that kind of stuff came, it, it swung past my head because I didn't notice anything dramatically bad about yeah. it. Well, I think it's that's what it is. It's just a matter of opinion. Right? Yeah. And I yeah. there aren't enough people writing about games that way. Mm. And so there wasn't enough of a diverse p- opinion set. So I just got influenced by one. Yeah. That's, okay. that's what I'm thinking. I should give it. I should give it a try. I mean, maybe. Yeah. Um, also, I started playing Rise of Tomb Raider literally two days ago. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like I've only played it for an hour or two. So <laughs> that's not a, that can't go on this list. Yeah. That's my list of games that I played. Yeah. I think I probably played other games, too, but uh, they weren't notable enough for me to put on this list. <laughs> yeah. I, some people keep diaries of like, you know, like uh, like movies they watch and music they listen to and yeah. games they play. Yeah. And, stuff. yeah. and I feel like oh, I don't need to do that. I'll remember. And I just <laughs> never do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've tried to start it. I've tried to start something similar like that a few yeah. times. Uh, there's a um, oh, what's the book the app? Goodreads. Yeah. Um, there's a, the whole Goodreads website and app that's associated with it that lets you do that for books. Mm-hmm. And you can keep track of what books that you read. But I've always found their interface real janky. <laughs> and also, like many apps that are like intended for self-tracking, in my experience and the way that I use those apps, they're just bloated with features that I don't use. And I don't yeah. like yeah. that because it just creates noise yeah. in my mind. I agree. So I've tried. I've started like five Google Docs and spreadsheets yeah. and things over the years. I'm like, okay, I read this book and here's what I thought about it. Just a really brief blurb. Mm-hmm. And here I played this game and here's what I thought about it. Just a really brief, brief blurb. And then I'll forget it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, what what I want from the games that I want to put on this list is they were notable enough for me to remember them when I get here. Yeah. <laughs> right? So that's kind of why. I mean, that's what nicest. That's what that's the that's the premise of nicest. And every year we're faced with like, is this working? Yeah. Because I think we do kind of we. Tr- yeah. Like I forgot about Bowser's Fury. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean it was any less notable. It's yeah. Just I had other true. things going on this year. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> maybe we need yeah. to have like a collaborative journal. Oh, maybe that's what maybe that's the way that we do it. That sounds right. three times as hard. <laughs> no, it's not any harder. It's just accountability, Mark. Okay. Well, you build that back end, and then <laughs> I, okay, it's Google Docs. But <laughs> I'm gonna turn the ferret in a way so it's looking at you like oh. it's shaming you. Oh. <laughs> well, uh. <laughs> do you agree now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say no to that face. <laughs> all right. Uh, this is the call to action section yeah. of, the, of the episode that we've done in all of our episodes for a long time now. Yeah, listeners will recognize it as the section of the show where we try to ask you to do something and it's not doesn't go great all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a cool song. There's yeah. a cool song. Uh-huh. We call it the Blur. It's, it's happening blur. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> I really want to sing it, but then it'll make editing for this one absolutely hell. <laughs> yeah, so we're not going to do that. Um, so there's a, there's a, here's here's a whole list of things that we've been asking you to do. Um, there's Twitter. We've got Twitter. Dale is such a good uh, person doing the tweets for us. It's very good. Um, you can send the podcast to a friend. We've, we haven't done that one as much. As, it's still on this list, though. So send the podcast to a friend. Yeah. NiceGames.club. Word of mouth. Word of yes, mouth. the word of mouth is good. We have a Patreon. You can give us money. Yeah. That's something <laughs> that we didn't have when we first started the store. 
Um, um, and, it, and there's a lot of cool features on there. There are a lot more features on there than we um, had even last year. We have all of the robots and stuff. And then in addition to that, like just bonus episodes and things, Ellen looks around Mark's um, uh, place and it's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fun Before one. Before we set up this office, I, we had our little clubhouse area in Mark's, in Mark's office at yeah. his apartment. and. And there's so much cool stuff on his walls. Yeah. I asked about it. Yeah, and I told stories. It was fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the things that's great about the Patreon content is it's, we don't want to keep away show content, but we know that, like, we also don't want to goof off too much on the show. Yeah. So now we get to have it both ways, mm-hmm. uh, which is nice. And so if you enjoy our, our, uh, uh, our, as much goof as we're able to supply, yeah. there's plenty more of it on the Patreon. Yes. Um, and, you know, over our, this hiatus that's coming up, if you're like, hey, I'm a, I'm a dedicated listener. I've heard all these already. One, listen to them again. Yes. But also, uh, there's more stuff on the Patreon. So mm-hmm. check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, you can give us a review on podcast apps, whichever one you choose. It's yeah. great. Which is mostly Apple Podcasts. I yes. think I don't, I'll be honest, I don't want to say Apple Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> but anyone is fine. But, but it's kind of the place but to go. Probably, yeah, uh, yeah. To, to give reviews of the show. It really, really does help because, especially even if you're not an Apple Podcast user, that's where most of the reviews live. Yes. And so um, we really would appreciate uh, you giving your thoughts. Yeah. Um, we'll, take, we'll take as many stars as you can give us. Mm-hmm. When, he, when he said Apple Podcasts, he squirmed a little. <laughs> <laughs> So make it worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you can also give us feedback at nicegames.club slash feedback. This is probably the call to action we've been pitching since the beginning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. If you haven't done that yet, please help us out with that. You can also join our Discord, nicegames.club slash Discord. We'll send you to that, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can join and communicate with the community. And they do such cool things. Sometimes fan art. Sometimes there's fan art. I know. I know. We got fan art. We you got guys. discussions. We got conversations. We got people making fun of me. It's beautiful. <laughs> you should just you should check it out. And we also have a t-shirt now. Yeah. Nicegames.club/shirt. You can just you can have a logo of Nice Games Club on your chest. It's the best. <laughs> yeah. And you know if you're still thinking about a gift. You know. Yeah. It's Although not- I suppose when this episode comes out, you'll have almost run out of time. Well, yeah. So hurry up and uh, buy a t-shirt before it's too late. Yeah. Yeah, you can do all of those things. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to stop uh, asking you to do these, but it yes. was nice to put them all together just in case, you know, people need like a central hub. Of, like, <laughs> I want to support the show. I, I like listening, but what more can I do? Yes. These, these are, are all these are the some things. ways you can you can do more with yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, you, if there are more, please uh, let us know on the feedback form. <laughs> nice game, stack club, slash feedback. Uh, I would like a button. Oh, we, we should have buttons. 2022 buttons. <laughs> the year of the button. Yeah, give us merch ideas. Yeah. Nice games at club slash feedback. Ferret t-shirt. Okay. <laughs>
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, so for the second half of the show, um, yes. and I say half, but like, oof. Um, <laughs> don't don't tell me. I'm, don't not, tell I'm me. not telling you. You're, you're telling me already a little bit with your face. Can, yeah, can you see how big the number is just by looking at my eyes? Yeah. <laughs> it's a long one. Who's editing this one? <laughs> me. Ah. <laughs> no, you're doing it. No. <laughs> All I know is I'm not. <laughs> um, wah, wah. Anyway, for the second half, mm-hmm. we, as we've done every year, we talk about what's What's coming up in 2022? Yeah. Um, and so the first thing we're going to talk about is our most anticipated. So what are the games we're expecting to play, whether they're out or they're coming out, or whether we hope they come out yeah. in 2022? Ellen. Okay. Well, when this episode comes out, I will be playing Dread because that whole little log. How many times have you said that? So many times. <laughs> like every, like for the last five recording sessions. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, but I came so close. <laughs> And then there was this thing called Thanksgiving. Yeah. Totally ruined it. Yeah. Um, and, but I'm only just, I'm kind of squeezing it in there because I'm going to, you know, I'm going to try to finish it and play it before the year actually ends. Mm-hmm. Um, for 2022 then, um, I'm going to mention Endling Extinction is Forever again. That was something I actually mentioned as a nicest or a, a most anticipated for 2021, but I think they're they're planning on releasing it in 2022. Cool. Um, that's where you play as a fox and you have to guard your little fox kits oh. i don't think they're called cubs i think they're called kits oh, okay anyway and uh and prevent your species from dying out i'm not exactly sure it's like it looks really cute but also seems really sad but yeah. it's an important thing to be able to talk about so i'm looking forward to it mm-hmm. um weird west by wolf eye studios it's going to be published by devolver um and for me most games published by devolver devolver hit well like mm-hmm. i i that the part of me that likes to blow things up absolutely loves everything that's published by Nefalver. <laughs> so I So all of you, you love it with all your heart. <laughs> most of it that's most of it. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes there's like I would like to sit underneath a tree and yeah. breathe in autumn air. But then after I'm done doing that, I'll go blow some stuff. Yeah, between up. explosions. <laughs> um so this is like a West like Wild West, but with fantasy critters. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm really I I didn't I'm really intrigued by it, but I'm not trying to read too much about it. Anyway, it's got some um some good content on Game Informer and we'll link to that in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm looking forward to that. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Explosions. <laughs> yeah. A lot of those. It's, it's, yeah. It's a Borderlands game. And so it's explosions and that's all I need. Yeah. Um, I don't need to say any more. A um, couple other fun things that are more indie that are coming out. Uh, I don't know if they're necessarily slated for 2022, but they're on the coming soon part of Steam. Um, Shim by developer Iwood. Yeah. I remember it. This is the one I saw at the... Uh, 
The GDC. Experimental gameplay showcase. Yeah, 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 that's cool. You're like a little shadow critter mm-hmm. and you like jump. It's a puzzle platformer, but the platforms are people's shadows and like environmental shadows. And yeah. you're like this little yeah. critter thing. It looks good too. Yeah. yeah it like it feels like a game that you can just like luxuriate in. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like it has a really, I don't know, a really unique visual style mm-hmm. and it just looks really, really cool. I'm looking forward to it um, because I love puzzle platformers and I love indie games and I like little shadow creatures. <laughs> um, and then also kind of in the same vein, uh, a, a indie game called Mars First Logistics mm-hmm. by solo dev Ian McLarty. Mm-hmm. And I first learned about this by, you know, skimming through the indie dev subreddit. Um, and he posted about this game that he's working on and it had just, it just caught my eye. Um, it's a physics sim, but like you are using your own like creations and machines that you use in the game to like move things around on Mars. And it looks like the perfect example between like challenging and sandbox and silly. (laughs) Hey, okay. (laughs) Cause like these, (laughs) some of the, some of the machines that he showed as part of the demo were just so, (laughs) so wacky. (laughs) It's like one with a hand and it just isn't balanced. Well, it just looks super fun. Oh, that's fun. So I'm really looking forward to that. Again, I don't know if it's going to come out in 2022, but I am, I am watching every update because it just looks like exactly the kind of game that I can play for, as long as I have time for it. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, so those are the things that I'm looking forward to next year. Cool, cool. I've got some games, not as quite an extensive list. I think I tend to, I tend not to get that hype. I, like I always think like, oh, I got to, what, what do I want to play? And I'm like, mm, I don't want to play any of this stuff. But I, <laughs> I always end up, I don't play as many games as I want to, but I always play more than I expect to. <laughs> um, but there's definitely the top lit game that I'm looking forward to next year. And here's hoping it comes out next year is Stray. That's the game where you play as a cat with a backpack. Love it. Wandering through a, a dense urban environment populated by humanoid robots. Oh, my goodness. So basically, it ticks all my boxes. Yeah, for yeah. sure. That's, That's everything. It's got robots. It's yeah. got cities. It's we, got uh, cute creatures uh, we wearing. We see if we can get Sprocket <laughs> in this game. because <laughs> It does feel, it's basically, like, so much of it does, like, yeah, it's a lot of the sort of aesthetical, you know, elements that we had in Witch's Satchel. Yeah. It's entirely different in every other, in every way. Right, of course. right, right. And, you know, the, the, the look of the thing, it's just a gorgeous looking game. Um, and just, like, the, I, I don't know, it, it's watching some of the gameplay demos that mm-hmm. they, that they uh, you know, uh, put out this year, it just seems like the kind of experience where, it's just got the right pace, which yeah. means it's slow enough that you can like enjoy all of the surroundings, which will, which is great because then it means the developer is putting a lot into, cause you're going to be spending a lot of time looking at it. You're not going to be speeding through these areas. Yeah. But it's also not so, it also doesn't seem so full of itself, which a game like this could be full player too. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just seems like, I don't know. I'm really, really hyped about it. I kind of like, I, I believe in this game. I'm so excited about it. Cool. Um, you had me at, you just play as a cat with a backpack. Yeah. <laughs> I was in. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's the humor is sort of dry. It's up my alley. It mm-hmm. just it's great. I'm really excited about it. Um, the other uh, cat wandering around wander a city game that I'm excited for is uh, just got um, announced or or um, and it's there's been uh, uh, prototype videos floating around for a year or so, but yeah, um, it just got announced as part of the wholesome direct showcase recently, mm-hmm. which is uh, Little Kitty Big City, mm-hmm. which is a great title. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's it's. <laughs> I, I looking at the trailer for that. Um, one, I know Dale will like it, and, yeah. and we will play that together, and that yeah. will be a lot of fun. Aww. Um, it just has such a great, um, uh, st- it's just the style of it. It's just it's so charming. Um, it, the animations look great. I, there's not a ton of gameplay 
implied in the, in the what's released so far. So I sure. think that I don't know if that will be out by 2022. Okay. Cuz I, I I know what an indie trailer when it's like, "Oh, this is a great, uh, you know, gif for Twitter." Yeah. Turn that into a trailer, but that's not a full, you know. And so I, I kind of recognize like, "Okay, I'm not going to expect a release next year, or, you know, even if they announce one, I will I'll hold my horses a little bit." But I'm I think that I I'm looking forward to what they do with it. Yeah. Because it does have this it has a really it has a good idea of what it is. And that's what that's what I like about when I see indie game trailers is this this like they they say this is what it is and you don't have to rely on um any kind of like um association with existing genres or or franchises to 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 believe in what they're doing. Like oh it's like this but with this fun twist. Yeah. It's like it's a you it's its own thing. It knows what it is. It has that confidence and I think this is an example of that. I really really like it. Um so that's exciting. But of course, the other thing I'm looking forward to most, and uh, it's on this list by virtue of it being delayed into 2022, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is the play date. Um, I'm very excited, um, uh, not just because I'm working with it, but because a lot of the games announced look really, really fun. And they look like they'll take exactly as much time as I have to spend on a bunch of new games. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> you know, there's this whole genre of like itch games that are like half an hour. Yeah. yeah. But, but a big part of that is that they're made very quickly. Uh, and and that's part of what's great about it. It's a lot of content. It doesn't burn out the developers. Uh, people who can make games like that, I have a lot of admiration for because mm-hmm. I, that's not my speed at all. Um, and I, and I bring that up to say that I think the play date it basically forces a smaller experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can still, because of its limitations, you can put a lot of polish into a smaller experience. Um, and it can still it don't it, it won't burn you out. You can still do a lot with it. And then people's expectations will be met i'm i really want this to be a success i mean because i think it's a kind of the kinds of games that will be successful on this platform are kinds of games that cannot be successful anywhere else yeah Mm -hmm. and so i really hope and then maybe that will lead to other similar platforms that can take that idea and run with it you know it doesn't have to be a black and white screen it just has to be constrained in such a way that it it encourages these types of games so i'm really really excited uh, for that and so that's the thing i'll probably be most hype about when that finally does launch early next year. Cool. Um, I'm only excited for Kirby. And that's it. <laughs> okay, that's not true. But like also Kirby though. Yeah. Okay, y'all saw the trailer though, right? Like, <laughs> You think that's going to come uh, out next year? That's what they said. They said it's supposed to come out in spring 2022. Really? Yeah. Oh, what are you going to do with the rest of your year? Uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's why there's only one bullet point, Mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh gosh, I want that game so bad. It looks so cool. It's Kirby, but in 3D, it's the best. So I, I wasn't as um uh immediately blown away by that trailer because I'm it didn't a occur- sucker for anything. Well, for no, it, it's, <laughs> it it looks great. Yeah, I just didn't realize it was the first of its kind. I'm yeah. like, of course, Kirby's had a 3D game. No, Why no, all of them have been 2.5D. Yeah, or just 2D. Um, so this is this is new. Like that, like you Kirby can actually move in three dimensions. It's not just set on a path. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, this is very unique. Um, this is very unique. It's very new. It's all, it's something that I've dreamed of since I was a kid. Um, so, it's really cool. Actually, I, I, I take that back. One game that is kind of close to this, but not exactly because it's a racing game, is Kirby Air Ride. Uh-huh. That came out on the GameCube. Um, and there was a, you could, like, there's this thing called City Trial where, like, you go around and power up your ship and eventually you do a random, like, um, race or something at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could like get off of that ship and jump on other ships, um, and then ride those. And that was most of the reason why you never want to jump out of it. But also like you could just run around and jump and do the regular Kirby stuff. So that was always fun. They did that a little bit. Um, 
So like this is probably just like this, but like designed for that purpose specifically. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just very excited because it looks so good. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I do actually have other things on this list, though. I will talk about them. Yeah, um, there's, there's like four bullet points. There's four yeah. bullet points. Um, Multiverses was announced like a couple weeks ago, which mm-hmm. is like uh, Warner Brothers um, platform fighting game. Steven, they're bringing back Matthew Lillard to play <laughs> Shaggy. Shaggy. Can you can you believe it? Oh my oh gosh. My <laughs> okay, but legit though, he's actually like a good Shaggy <laughs> in like in TV shows. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's just kind of weird because like he was he played the he played Shaggy in the live action thing, and ever since then he's been twice. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's just wild. Um, but I'm really looking forward to this because this is like an interesting fighting game in that it's a two v two. Or it's 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 billed more as like a two v two fight. That's game. its premise. Yeah, yeah. So like Smash has always had like two v two like side events, and like nobody really takes those extremely seriously. There's always been like a, a side meta and stuff. Yeah. Um. But like it's never been like the whole thing of it. But in this game, like that's the core of the game. It's the main mode. Yeah. So they were like, they were very careful to clarify that you there is there one, is also one v one, but mode, it's not going to be nearly as good. <laughs> I can already tell. How much um, of that is presentation? Like, mm. like you know, that's the premise of this game to have it stand out. But could it but be possible that after a year, tournaments are all based on a four-player all-for-one? Um, I, I, I think just based off of what the kinds of things that they showed and how the characters interact with, with your teammate. Yeah. Um, I think that that's not going to be the case. I think it's going to uh, be focused on the two v two aspect. So it's got a little bit of that double dash kind of like yeah. you actually do do you. There is team work mechanics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. I'm going to try to pull my brother into playing this game, and we'll see how long he plays it before he gets sick <laughs> of it and moves on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that'll be fun. Are you excited about any of the particular characters? Or it's just platform fighter. They put, you like platform there's, there's Steven Universe characters in this. Yeah. So that's cool. <laughs> I'm excited to play a Steven, mm-hmm. uh, even though he spells his name wrong. Yeah. Uh, he's still a great <laughs> character. Um, aside from that, I'm, I'm like, I, I, I wanted to speculate on what characters there would be, yeah. would be in this game because that's just always kind of fun. But like, it was, with the Nickelodeon game, there's not that many Nickelodeon characters. With Warner Brothers, I don't know. They could. It's all of DC Comics. Yeah, exactly. The entire roster of Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> like, it could just Mo- be. Movies from the 20s. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> You're so glad you can say that now. <laughs> it could just be anything. So, like, yeah. it's kind of hard to speculate. So, well, I'm basically, curious. it's just watch the final act of Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the new Space Jam. Yeah. Right. That'll probably be on the good. The droogs from Clockwork Orange will show up. Oh, so oh, they'll put Rick and Morty in this one then, you think? Uh, you know what? Yes, <laughs> probably. Actually, I think so. And anything with a fan base. Yeah. Oh, geez, Stephen. <laughs> uh, uh, another game that is rumored but hasn't actually been announced yet, but we'll see, is Dragon's Dogma Two. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Dragon's Dogma. Love that game. It's great. Um, so I'm excited for them to announce that Dragon's Dogma Two is coming. Uh huh. We'll see. Oh, it has not been announced. It hasn't. Uh, That's why I put maybe <laughs> in brackets. Um, so we'll we'll see. I'm just excited for that to at least be announced and them show some gameplay of it. Though from what I've heard, like it seems like they're going to change a lot of it. So we'll see if I, if that's good. Yeah. Um, are you looking? I mean, and what this is a we need to have an episode about this. <laughs> but like, what are your sequel expectations? Do you want something that's like the same but refined, or do you want something that's different? I want this. I think I want the same but refined. Yeah, is how I generally approach it, and then just more of it. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I think it just it kind of just depends because cer- at certain after a certain point, you've gotten your fill of a thing, and you want something new that's kind of in related to that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there's only been there's Dragon's Dogma, 
and then there was Dragon's Dogma Online, which was only released in Japan. So, like, I want another game <laughs> at this point. Um, yeah. Uh, other than that, I, I, I'm sure there are other games I'm excited for, but I can't think of them at the moment. So, yeah. yeah. Can I add one just for Eric? Oh, okay, sure. I'm sure he's pumped for Elden Ring. Oh, yeah. That's all I have. Oh, yeah, 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 he definitely is. Um, I'm curious to watch it, but it seems <laughs> yeah. like it's scary. Well, so. come on over and we'll just we'll <laughs> bother him while he tries to play it. Cool, cool. That'll be yeah. fun. That's a game that seemed like, because there were so many memes about it, because supposedly George R. R. Martin was helping with the storyline. Yeah. So And there was very little coming out. Uh, about it yeah uh so people were like oh this is a, a this duke Nukem, uh, duke Nukem forever or whatever mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um so people made a lot of jokes about it and then suddenly a demo dropped and it was had tons of stuff in it yeah mm-hmm. and plays fantastically everyone who likes these kinds of games was just going crazy for it and it feels like a weird whiplash yeah yeah <laughs> like the, the impression of what this game is yep yeah i mean it's a fantasy world so i'm not really interested mm-hmm. but like i i'm kind of interested in the story of it of, sure. the, of, of the meta story of its development and yeah. release and and how people appreciate it in, in, in relation to other of that genre. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems really interesting. Yeah. Cool. I will report back. Yes. <laughs> when the time comes. All right. Uh, we're done with uh, talking about uh, games. Now it's time to talk, uh, uh, swing back and talk about us. Yes. Uh, we're going to do, do our uh, New Year's game dev resolutions, which is always uncomfortable. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, but we, you know, it's on the sheet, so we got to do it. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> uh, let's talk a little bit about we what our resolutions were last year, mm. and uh, and not if we kept to them because very frequently we don't. But just like what how our thinking has changed in relation to that, right? And then what's coming up? What are we planning for next year? So yeah, Ellen, once again, you're first. Okay, so uh, apparently my <laughs> <laughs> apparently my New Year's resolution from 2020 for 2021 was make something small and release it on itch. You know, now that I think about it, I did a game jam. You did. We did Sonder. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Did it. Nice. <laughs> okay. Um, I put nope before it, but I remember we did Sonder together. Yeah. That was really fun. Okay. Well, the, the question for you then is, you you technically met the standards of that resolution. As written. But that's kind <laughs> of not what you meant. Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> is that is that something you it, it have you changed your mind? Do you no longer is that no longer important to you or do you want to give it another shot at some point? Um I, I do want to I do I want to do it, but I don't know if framing that kind of goal in that way is helpful for me because life can just throw you curveballs, right? Like Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I didn't make a small game on my own and then release it on Twitch. I did do Godot Jam and I did make a working game. You did. I didn't put it on Twitch or itch rather. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely didn't do it on Twitch. (laughs) Uh, But I did that and that was awesome. And also I've got a house and I had to move and all this. Like, come on. Like, if you had asked me at the beginning of 2021, like, are you going to buy a new house? When are you going to buy a new house? I'd be like, eh. So the specificity of of your goal is, so you, you met that, those terms by happenstance. But the actual spirit of it, you accomplished in a different way. Yeah, I think so. I mean, what's what is a goal like this supposed to be? Right, it's supposed to drive your development, and I feel like I did the develop the work on developing my own yeah. myself and my skills, even though I didn't meet the actual like initial intention of the right. goal. Right. What, was... what bore that? You know, that resolution is is you you scratch that itch. Yeah. 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 
So, um, which leads me nicely into what I have done for my 2022 resolution is I have changed the way that I framed the goal. Ah. <laughs> so my goal is not like get through all the tutorials on the getting started section of the Godot engine documentation, which would be a great goal, but I rephrased it differently. What I wrote down was right now, Godot and I are just acquaintances. <laughs> and in 2022, we're going to become friends. Hey. So that's cool. And I've said this before on the show, I think, but I'm so glad you're doing this because then I can just do it vicariously through you. Perfect. <laughs> uh, I don't actually have to sit down and do it myself. This is like like the reverse of what I feel with Unity. Yeah. It's like you go through the pain so I don't have to. So like Global Game Jam 2023, um, I will join your team and you will teach me. <gasps> That'd be really cool. And I will join your team and you will not teach me. <laughs> I don't want to learn Godot. <laughs> At least for now. <laughs> Maybe later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, now there's pressure. Cool. Yeah, you know what we should do is um, <laughs> we'll, we'll do Global Game Jam in 2023. This is, we're jumping a year ahead on our resolutions here. <laughs> and Ellen, you will be the lead engineer. Steven, you will do game design, but only on pen and paper. <gasps> oh, okay. And I will do whatever Ellen wants me to do. That's left. <laughs> I, think, I think we should challenge Steven to do the art. <laughs> that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, a, that's a good joke, Ellen. <laughs> It's a whole year away so far. Yeah. Uh, I mean, by the time we get there, we'll forgot we made this and we don't exactly, have to do it. It's fine. Exactly. So. <laughs> don't worry about it. No, it's not like this is being recorded or anything. <laughs> Gasp. <laughs> Wait, you did press record, right? <laughs> uh, I turned all our microphones off for that part. <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. Well, that's my stuff. Um, become friends with Godot. Mm -hmm. Nice. All right. Mark? Uh, for me, um, I... Um, okay, what did I write? So for 2021, I would same as last year. That's cheating. Which was to, so it was for 2021, <laughs> because I didn't do it, I think, in 2021. Yeah. Oh, okay, which was, got it. Which my goal, was, the idea is to sort of plan out the next couple of years of my career. Mm -hmm. And I've talked about this a bunch on the show. Like, I've just always had this kind of, uh, my ground, the ground under my feet has never been solid. Um, I'm, I'm always, I have these like two and three year uh, fits and starts of like what I'm doing. And a lot of times that, that it's kind of chaotic. I, I want to be able to have like a five-year plan. I sure. want to know like, and a big part of that was, uh, building Noble Robot into a into a like a micro studio to actually you know get in a situation where I would be able to have a a um a business model and be able to uh, like budget out uh, future projects mm. that was a big part of that plan in 2019 yeah for 2020 and then in 2020 my plan was to sort of do that again but with less specificity I think sure um I maybe listeners can go back and see if I'm remembering that correctly um. But I just wanted to have a, just a little bit more certainty about what I was doing next. Um, because at that time, in 2020, um, I didn't really know what my next project was. Like, mm -hmm. I just started working on Closed Hands, but I, that was pretty, it was pretty limited. I knew that it was going to end. I didn't know what my next big project was going to be. I didn't know how invested I'd get back into Metro Nexus for the next year. Yeah. Um, and so that was my plan, is to get that sort of figured out. Uh, um, and I sort of did it, like, sort of. I don't yeah. know how to give myself full marks on this because a big part of that was opening up this office. Ah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Um, it basically, in order to do that, I mean, this office needs to be paid for. And so I need to have some stability and I need to be able to, um, you know, uh, have, you know, but, you know, by this time next year or the year after, I'll, we'll have a couple of projects that will be, you know, that'll be in their long tail. And hopefully, you know, the idea is to be able to have some things that can make, 
that can make the company money and I can get some solvency. Like yeah. I, it's, it's that entrepreneurial small business stuff that like, I just don't like. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I really, I end up doing it and I don't like it. And so I don't end up doing it well. Mm. Um, and so, but opening the office is a big part of a big step for me there. Okay. Um, but also the game I'm working on with tender shoot, um, that's what I'm going to be working on for the next year. Yeah. Um, and probably the year after that, if we're being honest, <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't put that on my upcoming 2022 because I'm not promising that. Um, yeah. and so I, yeah. And so I think the, I'm, I think I did it. I, I went in that direction. Okay. I'm not gonna give myself full marks or maybe even half marks, but, um, I, I, I made some motions there. Um, for this year, I, I'm not going to just re-up on this because, uh, you know, it's in motion, it's going, I'm not going to give myself any spe- specificity on, on how it goes out. Sure. Um, particularly because I'm in a much more stable place. I like, I, you know, than I, than I maybe was last year. Um, this time I just want to get a better handle on what I do week to week. Mm. Um, one of the things about this job I have is that it's, it's, it's not a full-time job. It's a three day a week job. And that, when I got that, that was a big plus. I was like, great. I'm not, I don't have to give up my other projects. I can still, you know, I could, one, I could still plan open the office, which was, took a ton of time yeah. over the summer. I can still work on this game engine. I can still work on this game. I can still do these other things, but that only really works if I can budget my time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could do it in a way where I work on this. I work on my, the, the job I'm being paid for. I could work on that for a full week or two weeks and then take a week off. Um, l- luckily the team I work with is extremely flexible. I could work with them in any way. What's ended up happening, and I'll say, is that I probably put in a little bit more than three days a week on this oh, on this game. Okay, yeah, I don't mind it. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not like I think that's fine. Okay. Um, I believe enough in this project that like, and also I've, I have a very bad sense of like, Ellen, you're probably glaring at me now because I uh, we've talked about this before about like as freelancers how you you know you bill hours and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I tend to like if I'm happy with the work I do, then whatever. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's always been my attitude. I can I can't bring myself to stress too much mm-hmm. um but what that sometimes means is i i spend one day less this week than i thought working on other stuff yeah, yeah. or you know and so i i want to get a better handle on that i want to have like that thing that a lot of successful people do when they need to multitask is to say tuesday is for this yeah. Wednesday is for this i am very bad at that mm-hmm. um and i'm gonna give it a i'm gonna give it a shot okay. um so we'll see how well i do i don't have a lot of confidence <laughs> yeah but but i want to make it my resolution this year cool yeah um I didn't have resolutions last year because uh, I'm perfect. No, um, <laughs> smart. <laughs> no, I did. I, I, my, my resolution was to work with spreadsheets more, which I like how non-specific that is because that could be anything. Well, you um, were a little more specific at the time, but I don't remember that. So <laughs> it wasn't written down exactly. Um, um, I was gonna say I didn't do that, but I did because we worked on Robustin immediately after we recorded that episode. Yeah, um, we did a lot of spreadsheet stuff there. Yeah, we did. Um, I learned something immediately. Ellen, you taught me a thing, on, and we recorded that too. Yep, I, did, I don't remember what it is. It was the like the drop down menu. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. cool. Um, I forgot how to do that now, <laughs> but I'm sure I would be able to figure it out. Yep. Um, so I did work with it a little bit more, but maybe not as much as I probably intended I um, to do. I actually made it a goal for. Uh, at my previous job, I made it a goal for 2021 to like make some spreadsheets for like uh, monetization strategies and stuff. Yeah. Um, but then I left, so <laughs> never had to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and um, so I think this year I'm not really going to talk about spreadsheets because I don't know that I need to work on spreadsheets. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so the job you have isn't giving you those the opportunities to do that kind of spreadsheet work 
but you're yeah. not it's not bothering you no um really what i need to do is better documentation but mm. i'm not going to put that as a goal because that's just going to be a thing i'm going to work on um <laughs> well i will continue to bug you about that yes <laughs> <laughs> um don't I, worry you do not need to make that a resolution yeah <laughs> good comment um, the code steven <laughs> No, <laughs> um, they don't read the code. They read the anyway. <laughs> um, 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 I want to participate in a game jam because it's been a long time since I participated in a game jam. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna do that next year. Mm-hmm. Just any old one. Well, global game what. jam is coming up. Yeah. So that's an option. So you, um, you can pick that one off in January. Yeah. And then I don't have to think about it. <laughs> so that'd be kind of. You don't have to accomplish anything for the rest of 2022. <laughs> really, that's the dream, right? <laughs> I'm just that lazy. You'll have finished Kirby by then, by, uh, by April or whatever. Oh, uh, Kirby. And you'll just have the rest of the year to coast. Kirby. <laughs> or to do more Kirby. Yeah, that's probably it. That's mm-hmm. the rest. 20, that's the year of the Kirby. That's what it is. Kirby. <laughs> okay. What are we working on next year? What, uh, what are we doing? I guess I'm working on my New Year's resolution. Because I think the question, mm. the real question here is, what games are we working on in 2022? Yeah. Um, I don't know yet. We'll find out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Cool. That's exciting. Uh, for me, I'm working on this game with Tender Shoot. I'm mm-hmm. working on Widget Satchel 2 Playdate. Hey. Um, and I'm sort of working on Metro Nexus. Okay. I'm, uh, the thing is, is my Widget Satchel 2 is sort of taken the place of it, okay. unfortunately. And every year I lament that I have been able to get back to it. But like, you know, I'm, yeah. it's how it goes. It's yeah, happens. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a bummer. But it's uh, the thing about Metro Nexus is it's definitely, I mean, it's like how Finjus was for you. Yeah, where exactly. it's like. It, you, I've moved so far beyond it in some ways, mm-hmm. but it's it absolutely not a project I want to abandon. Like the yeah. the code is still good. For well, example. the difficulty mm-hmm. too is you work on it by yourself, so it's hard. That's for, a, that's what I was. That's what I, the drain I was yeah. circling is yeah. that in order to do that, I need to go back to a mindset from four years ago, right? In the, in the way I work, yeah. Um, or find a way to fit it into my workflow now, yeah. Um, and that is, I, I just I can't be too depressed about that, yeah. Because because plenty else is going on. <laughs> yes, uh, to keep me happy but yeah. I it's definitely it's it's become now my white whale whereas in past years it was more like a well I just need to find time to do it now it feels like it is kind of outside my reach right now well um you could do what we did and just scale down dramatically to get the game out that's true I've faced that thought a couple mm-hmm. of times but I've never I've never gone on the side of that okay um I mean you don't have to I'm not saying I'm not even no, suggesting it's, it it's an just, option yeah, yeah 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 okay I think if, if I did that then it I feel like it wouldn't it would be as good as not releasing it. Gotcha. It, it, for me anyway. Okay. Um, That's fair. I think it was the right move for Finches. Mm. Uh, yeah, it definitely was. But Metro Nexus is missing sort of a core component that couldn't be put together until a certain number of other things were built. Okay. And and that piece isn't there yet. So. Okay. All right. Well, it's good to know where you're, you're standing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I, I've sort of come to terms with it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I'm working on this uh, new game at my new job, Future Club. Uh, otherwise, I've got nothing. <laughs> You're really excited I'm working it. on myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't say that with straight face. Yeah. I mean, I am. It always are. You should always be progressing. Yeah. It's not like when it, I, I, I feel like I sometimes come off as like negative towards game dev when I'm on the show, <laughs> which is, I mean, that's a little intentional. That's game dev discourse. That's true. <laughs> but, but like, I, I also like, I don't know. There are other aspects of myself that, I mean, we talk about sometimes on this show, but not as much. Mm-hmm. And that, like, I want to work on. Yeah. Um, so like, I think a lot of my focus is going to be that I was just telling, uh, these two that like, I was planning on learning to cook more because I eat out too much and it's too expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I want to get into practice of like cooking so that like, I can at least feel comfortable doing that and spend less money. Yeah. Um, 
So like things like that. I want to work on doing those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so in terms of games, I'm working on um, this new Future Club game. But otherwise, I don't know. Yeah. The, the, You're feeling pretty satisfied with that. I am. That's great. Yeah. 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 It feels good. Feels good. All right. Well, before we uh, bounce uh, from this. Oh, sorry, Ellen. Very long show. Um, <laughs> um, I want to talk about just the two games that we made this past year, Robostin and Glom. Yes. Um, they're both in a really good place, mm-hmm. but neither of them are like finished, finished. Right. Um, we haven't really budgeted any time for getting over a finish line. Yeah. We don't have any goals or deadlines. Yeah. Um, is that something we we'll want to sort of like address during a hiatus? Is there something that we have the confidence to say now on the air? Like that where, where we want that to be in this upcoming year? Um, I, I'm sure that Glom is going to end up taking priority only because it's easier to do. Yeah. As I said, um, but I would like to work on both of those games. We just have to figure out time to do it. Yeah. Um. So maybe that's something I I don't have any confidence to say what what I want to do on air because I just I don't know. Right. Um. Right. I think we just have to have a discussion about it. Mm-hmm. Ellen, what do you think? Should we can we make it a goal for 2022 or does that seem like eh, we shouldn't burden ourselves with that? Um. Yeah, I'd like to get it to a place where you can like people can like order a card deck and we feel good about what they get. Yeah. You know, like. Whether that's from what was the name of the site that you used to print the, the Game Crafter? Game Crafter, yeah. And I think there's a way that you can like just have yeah. stuff up there. Uh, people can order decks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the simplest way to do it. Yeah, um, we could do that today if we really wanted to. I'm not sure I'm comfortable yet. No, I'm yeah. not either. I'm not either. Yeah. But I'd like to do enough of it, and I could see this being something we could get done in like a two week sprint, where we just get it, you know, revise some of the rules and polish some things up so that there's yeah. a core game that people can download or yeah. people can purchase off a of Game Crafter. I'd like to get it to that point, and that's pretty specific. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. My, my goal for that is still to get it published. That's that's what I want for that game. Yeah. Sure. But at the same time, I mean, like I was saying earlier in the show, that doesn't preclude us from releasing a, a version a earlier. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Self-publishing it in advance. Um, that, that, that doesn't uh, hinder us in the way that maybe I thought it did before I knew a little bit more about this. Um, but I think I'm with you, Ellen. I would like whether it whether it is. We've we've moved on. We've decided. We've we've passed it around. We don't have the energy to, to put more into it. Let's just publish it ourselves and be yeah. done with it. Um, or we publish it and then and ourselves and then keep those wheels turning on pitching it uh, uh, elsewhere. I would like it to be able to get in someone's hands if they want it. Yeah. Um, I don't really. I guess I don't care what form that takes. But I would. So if we, you know, depends on how fast or slow that process goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I'm with you on that. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot we could do with it if we wanted to. Um, so yeah, I'm not ready to I'm not ready to, ready to put it on the shelf or yeah. close it in the closet or anything. So and we're not. I don't think we we may talk about it during the hiatus, but we're not going to work on it during the hiatus. No, I don't think, no, right? oh, yeah, no, no, we're not plan. going to. Yeah, we can't we can't uh, add just because our list is short. It doesn't mean we can add things to it. Yeah, yeah it's short. It's short intentionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and it's still going to fill our time. Yep. Yes, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, folks. Well, that's it. I mean. So long 2021, I guess. Um, we'll be back with new episodes uh, starting in February yes. of 2022. Assuming our calendar math is correct. <laughs> Which Assuming. Is, I mean, people can do their own adjustments <laughs> when we confidently say a date. Yep. Um, but in the meantime, we'll have some nice replays for you uh, over the holiday break. Um, and we may throw something up on Patreon, but I don't know. I don't think so. We may, you know, yeah. keep an eye on it. Um, uh, but again, sign up because there's lots of stuff there already. Yeah. Um, all right. <gasps> Ellen's dogs are on there. We should have said that. That's like the highlight. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, well, uh, let's bring this one to a close. That is our show. Check out our website, nicegames.club, for show notes and links to resources on today's topics. We'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode and on our programming in general. Go to nicegames.club slash feedback and tell us, mostly Steven, what you think. <laughs> you can get in touch with us on Twitter at Nice Games Club, where Dale tweets about game dev resources and very small games. Or you can email us, contact at nicegames.club, if you have any comments on the show, if you have any thoughts about what your resolutions are, um, you know, your anticipated. We may, uh, you know, if we get enough responses, we may t- talk about that when we get back. Yeah. Um, again, contact at nicegames.club. Uh, if you want to support the show, there are many ways. You can give us a review on your favorite podcast app, like a certain one. Uh, you can tell your friends about your favorite episodes. That word of mouth is important. You can join us on Discord. Join us and our community on Discord. Uh, at nicegames.club slash Discord. And as I mentioned, we're on Patreon. As a patron of the show, you get bonus content, pictures of Ellen's dogs, and a whole lot more. Sign up at patreon.com slash nicegamesclub. So, until we start again, remember to play nice and make nice. Yeah, you know that topic. It's time for the next one. (laughs) As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.